0: and Dasha and and we're we're straight straight from from the the couch. couch. Thank
1: you for tuning in and we hope you're having a great day so far. So today we're going to talk about burnout and what to do when your job has been exhausting and overwhelming you for a while. Our guests today are wondering about these things and hopefully we will be able to solve what's going on. Hi and welcome to the show.
0: Hi thanks for having me. Hi there thank you. So you guys, we hear a lot from people who feel overworked, that they're expected to work unreasonable hours, and their workload is just unmanageable. So like, what kind of things do you do to balance work in your personal life to avoid these feelings of burnout?
2: Well, first of all, Megan, let me start by saying that I hate the phrase work-life balance. The balance part really annoys me. This idea that we can find the right balance between what we have to do and what we want to do is just silly. My life is never in balance.
1: I'm always either spending more time on work or with the people I love. Absolutely, I understand. With today's technology, email seems to make separating the professional and personal life impossible. Being overwhelmed with work or just with the people you're close to is serious problem because it can lead to burnout. You know that feeling, Kylie? Oh, I know the feeling, Dasha. It's being exhausted, just going through the motions
3: of the day, and really questioning whether the work that you're doing even matters. Exactly.
2: I couldn't agree with you more. Burnout makes you less productive and leaves you feeling really bad. It can compromise your immune system, making you feel more vulnerable to health problems.
0: Okay, so how can we prevent burnout? Well, it begins by taking good
2: care of ourselves, and I don't mean have a treat yourself kind of day every now and then. I mean, that is really nice, and I love treating myself, but the feeling is temporary. Real self-care has to be
1: a sustainable habit that builds the strength you need to deal with the stressors coming your way. So, can either of you elaborate a little bit more on how exactly you do this? Sure.
3: I start by going to sleep before twelve a.m. every 12 night. <laughs> that
1: is so
0: <laughs> early. I
3: stay up later. If I stay up later than that, I won't get enough sleep and will feel horrible the next day.
0: All right. That seems easy enough.
3: Scientists believe sleep restores your brain and removes the toxins that build up during the day, just like how you flush a toilet after using it. So, if you don't get enough sleep, it's like you never flush that toilet, which I know is gross, but that's how I want you to feel about not getting enough sleep. So gross. If you're sleep deprived, it's gonna make it harder for you to focus, learn, and deal with your emotions the next day. I'd like
2: to add just a little something here too. After a night of sleeping, your brain is craving a fresh supply of glucose. This is why I start the day with a breakfast full of whole grains and proteins. Just like sleep, a good
1: breakfast will improve your ability to focus, learn, and remember. Okay, yeah. You know what? I think that's a wonderful point.
3: Once I get to work, I make sure I only check my email, social media, or news during specific chunks of time. Morning, noon, and in the evening, and that's it. Really? That's it? (laughs) (laughs) Notifications from all this stuff is distracting and make it harder for me to get any real work done.
0: Right. very true. I find having it always on the background, it just stresses me out even more than I already am. I'm always thinking maybe there's something new or important that popped up, but there never really is. So I just turn the do not disturb mode on and get to work. Yeah, that's great.
2: For myself, halfway through my day, I get out of the office and go for a walk, even if it's just for five minutes. Walking outside makes it easier for me to get through the second half of the day. And psychologists have found that midday walks boost your mood and reduce stress. This is probably because it gets your body active and gives your brain a chance to rest. Mhm,
0: mm-hmm. I know for myself, at least like a few times during the day, I have to say no to someone who's asking me to do something I don't want to do. That's
2: so smart, Megan. When I'm overwhelmed, I'm only going to add something new to my workload if
3: I can get rid of something else. If I don't do that, I'll burn out. The way I say no is by using an assertiveness skill I learned in one of my old college classes. For instance, it could be a short phone call to your boss that sounds something like this. I know you originally wanted the TPS reports by tonight, but I'm really overwhelmed with all the other assignments that came in. Is there any way I can get that to you tomorrow instead? I just want to make sure I do this right and I'd hate for you to get a rushed report.
1: Yes, good old fashioned communication. I mean, how is your boss supposed to read your mind? Exactly. Also, at least once during the day,
2: I find it helpful that I connect with my favorite people at work. Even just seeing them makes me feel better and reminds me of why I'm working here in the first place. And when things get really bad, they also help me figure out ways to
0: deal with my problems. Mm -hmm. Good, that sounds like a great team. Um, I find like the hardest self-skill for me is being at work when I'm at work and then being at home when I'm at home. I think it's all about mindfulness and being completely present mentally and physically in the moment I'm in and that's challenging
1: yeah I agree it's easier for me to be fully plugged into work than it is for me to fully plugged in at home at home I get stuck thinking about all the bad things what that happened at work everything I got wrong everything that's still left to do and all that makes me so irritable
2: yeah that's completely understandable What helped me to be more mindful is when I'm getting ready to go home, I dump out all my thoughts at work, all my worries, everything that's left, to do onto a document or even a little post-it and then review it the first thing the next morning.
3: For me, on the ride home, I tend to be flooded with feelings like I'm tired and hungry because it's usually late at night and I haven't eaten dinner yet. So true. To ease these thoughts, I use my favorite de-stress skills, which is temporarily distracting myself through music. I believe music has the ability to change your mood and transport you to a different place in time. I've got this playlist called Hope and whenever I listen to it, it makes me feel
0: like a superhero who just saved. Day. you go girl i tell you what when i get home i use the rest of my night to connect with the people and things that give my life purpose and meaning and
1: value so that's my friends my family and yes my cute little kitty <laughs> yes it is so important to connect with the things that give your life meaning they can make it easier to deal with work that could feel meaningless you couldn't have said it better dasha
0: well that's all the time we have today folks
1: man we're out of time already i know
0: right time flies when you're with good company thanks again to our lovely guest today i hope we were able to provide you some useful strategies to make it in the job world please feel free to call us tell us what your self-care routine is and how you deal with burnout
1: well thanks for listening and we will be back on air next tuesday at 8 a.m